What, do you want to make a specific sound, or do you just want to do the regular old hyena? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> this is The Mud Peddlers, a podcast where two nerdy ceramic artists share the behind-the-scenes of their worlds of clay. We're your hosts, Lindsay M. Dillon. And I am Dante of Earth Nation. Um, <laughs> uh, what's the thing we can say? Let's say crazy. Let's oh. be real cheesy about it and say crazy. I don't know, it hurts. Do it. It hurts really Let's hard. can do it. My heart. I find, it's like saying cheese. Exactly. But for pottery. And it makes you look like the cra like crazy because you're like, hey. Oh my God, all right. Okay, all right. <clears throat> One, two, Three. Uh, Crazy! Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. Uh, I apologize to our listeners and viewers. Thank you all for bearing with us thank in you. these trying times. <laughs> all right, what the hell are we talking about today, Dante? Today we are talking about crazing, and it's only because it comes on the heels of my last YouTube video, which we talked about crazing. There's so much misinformation in the world about crazing, and there's a couple of gray areas that people seem to ask me in the comments mm, below. Okay, um, okay. One of them- I'm, I'm here, I'm ready. You're I'm here? ready to be like slathered in information. Why, why did you gotta I'm make it- I'm just gonna it, rub it off. Why'd you gotta make face? it like that though? Why? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just, you know what, carry on. Okay, so first of all, what kind of, what inspired you to make the, the, the YouTube video on it? Was it literally just people questioning you about things, the same questions over and over? I don't, also, I don't know why I have this notebook with me. It's not like I was taking notes. Carry on. So generally speaking, what happens is people have questions about food safety and glazes, except for I don't feel like I can put all of the answers within one video. Mm -hmm. So what I generally do is I make a script, I address certain things, certain issues that you'll find in the clay and pottery world, um, and I just take one thing at a time. This week, it was crazy. Cool. Probably in a couple weeks, we'll do shrinkage. Okay. And they're taken and given from a very beginner's point of view. Okay. They're taken from like, hey, you're a beginner. You probably don't even know what percentage your clay shrinks based on the type of clay you have. Mm -hmm. Let me show you how to figure that out. And let me show you what happens when you account for shrinkage and some of the different tools and some of the different tools that can account for shrinkage. There's shrinkage rulers, mm -hmm. or there's a couple of tools where you can throw for consistency. Yeah. When you talk about shrinkage, what you're really talking about is the consistency of your work. Is the, right. the level in pottery in which you start caring about like, oh, how much shrinkage does my clay actually have? Yeah. You're probably asking that question so that you can get a consistent body of work. Right. Usually. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so since we're talking about crazing today, why don't yeah. we start off with what is crazing? Crazing are those little cracks inside the glaze matrix of your body, um, and they are only due to thermal expansion. That's it. In a very very simple term <laughs> that is it that is the whole story yeah. pretty much if so, you want and, a straight answer and by this and to even simplify because people may not even know glaze matrix within the body what is it's that? just it's just glaze yeah essentially so, I so end it's up, visible cracks in the glaze look i i have so many glaze chemistry books <laughs> that like one of them calls them a glaze body and one calls oh. it a glaze matrix yeah there's one that calls the kiln a uh chamber they don't even call it a kiln oh my gosh yeah they call chamber. it an oxygenated huh. chamber is an oxidation kiln or oh a reduction goodness. chamber is can we call it like a boudoir would you like to come into my hot Boudoir, my fiery, but I'm just, I'm just there. This is just you're my head. You're there today. I am, I am, I am horny on pain today. You're turnt up. Oh my god. <laughs> we switched places today. We did. Damn. Oh, does that make me a switch? Oh! <laughs> I can't stop. 
There's people in their cars right now who are like, what did she take? I am sober as a nun right now. Oh my God. I am a little hot though. You're high on Jesus, nun. I'm sorry. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. Cool. So. You good? I'm good. You got it out? Okay, no. <clears throat> the cup in front of her is tea. It is tea. It is a hundred. I have the cold brew. Yeah, yeah. No, this is this is all just tea and Etsy update energy happening right now. Yeah, she's anyway. going through. I just went through mine. She's going through her Etsy update packages oh, right now. It's great. It's great. So, anyway, okay. So for any so, for yeah. anyone who does not know what crazing is, it's usually when you put a glaze on a pot and they have these little tiny cracks in there. That's really all it is. Sometimes they're really big. Sometimes they're really small, but the main issue with crazing is that it's generally not considered food safe. And I say the general answer is not considered food safe because if you're a sculptor, it doesn't really matter. But as far as a food safety or functional point of view goes, it matters a lot because it matters for the strength of your clay body because technically those crazing, those cracks go all the way down to the structure of your clay body as well. Mm -hmm. But they also have little tiny cracks <clears throat> in the glaze and whatever food you put in there, especially if it produces some kind of juice, get some chicken juice in there, nah. it will go into the cracks of the glaze. Okay, I have a question about that. Yeah. I remember on, I, I think it was episode two yeah. of For Flux's Sake. Yes. Didn't he actually say that that was not really an issue? It's not. So that's what I say in my YouTube videos. Well, okay. I, I lay it out and I say it's not, technically, it's not food safe. The general, and it's kind of like a doctor saying like, hey, shouldn't really eat fast food at all but like it's, it's not gonna kill you unless you really overdo it mm. unless you're like every day and that's my general answer on the youtube video as well is like crazing is an issue if you talk to any glaze chemist or somebody who makes their own glazes they'll usually tell you it's a fault of thermal expansion in the clay body versus the glaze body and as a general answer no it is not food safe but also there's no real documented cases of anybody dying from crazing, <laughs> there's huh. no doctors out there who who are like, huh, this fool ate off crazeware. Uh, he should have known better. Yeah. Like if you talk to a doctor about crazing, he'll be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Is this some pottery mm. thing? Yeah. People aren't coming into well, my office sick off crazing. It's, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the reason, the reason I I I asked this is because yeah. there's a glaze that I use yes. that I got from Sac City. Yes. And it is considered a food safe glaze. Yes. Because they tested it like there. Yes. But it does sometimes craze. And especially after listening to the episode, I was like, oh, great. This is just confirms what I already understood about crazing, right. which is that it's not a food safety problem. It's the le it's difficult because the legal answer is that it is a food safety and strength problem. Like if you ask an experienced potter, he would say it weakens your clay body and technically germs can get into the cracks or the crazes of those glazes. And because of that, unless you have first world sanitization standards like a lot of Americans do, then it technically is a food safety issue. That being okay. said, nobody's really getting sick off it. There's people who have antique pots that have crazing on them that eat off them all day. I have a bunch of pots I've had for like nine, 10 years that have crazing on it. Mm. It's not making me sick. The legal answer, like if you're having an argument with a potter on Facebook and they say it's not food safe, they're, they're right. They are right. But the practical answer, nobody's really getting sick off crazing. No, nope. okay. like I don't know anyone who's getting sick off crazing. Okay. It's because it's, it's kind of, okay. Cause, cause I think it's okay, so basically, if you are, if you're in a uh, 
developed nation. Yeah, usually. Uh, it's not going to be a problem. Yeah, because we put our stuff in dishwashers. We don't. Yeah, we have. You know what I we mean? Are, our, our water is clean. Yes. That kind of thing. Usually, okay. usually, usually clean. Yeah. 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 Unlike, yeah. Uh, unlike Flint, Flint's still out yay. there, guys. Flint's still happening, yeah. mind you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. will say this as a general rule, unless you're active, like if I take this cup, this is your cup, right? Yeah. And let's say it had craziness in it. If I took this cup yeah. and I drank orange juice out of it, and I left the orange juice in there for days upon days. Mm -hmm. And then I go, ah, it's not really that much of an issue. And I rinsed it out with water, got some more water in there, kept drinking from it. I would have to do this for weeks on end to see any type of bacterial or mold growth. Mm. But it does happen. Okay. Uh, in that YouTube video, Heather, Heather, yeah! Heather, Ambassador Heather, she is a longtime follower of mine. She actually sent me a couple pictures of her old antique made in Italy plate where she's like, yeah, I put butter in there and I cooked on it and I warmed it up and the butter seeped back through up the cracks. And I put the pictures in there. Whoa. And I was like, yeah, that's what crazine does. That it holds food and liquids and germs and particles in the cracks, depending on how bad the crazine is. But that's what's happening. Yeah. Right? And so okay. it's an issue for cross-contamination. It's an issue for uh, food safety in your glaze because germs can cohabitate in there. And most importantly, the real issue is that it's a strength issue because technically speaking, your glaze and your clay body are molding together inside of the kiln. They're becoming one item. And if they don't fit, the coefficient of expansion doesn't fit together. Mm -hmm. They create crazes and like, I call it breathing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah also, also keep in mind, I know you're gesticulating. Oh, sorry. But no, 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 that's fine. That's fine. Go for it. But just make sure that you're also, because <laughs> our, our dear listeners will have no idea what you are doing with your hands. I'm, yeah, uh, the YouTubers will. The YouTubers, but, yes, yeah. yes, so yes. They, they kind of they kind of breathe together in a certain sense. Yeah, and it's, so essentially what we're covering now is like, is like, like how the crazing happens. Yes, but okay. sometimes it, well, the thermal, everything in the universe has thermal expansion, right? Mm -hmm. So, but when it's in the kiln, your glaze is a certain rate of expansion and your clay body does too, shrinkage and expansion, that is. Right. If they don't have the same expansion relative to each other, like at least within the same 1%, usually it causes stress on one or the other. Mm -hmm. I only say 1%. I didn't do many tests, but like my clay body is 55 the one that I'm using right now, uh, coefficient of expansion, and one of my glazes is like 6.75, and it okay. doesn't craze. Okay, and the coefficient of expansion is just the thermal expansion. Okay, so so how much? So how, during a firing, how much it will? It'll expand, expand and contract. Okay, so your your clay expands five percent and my it expands and contracts okay i have so to, i call it breathing because it's oh because it yeah it ah, look, you see what i'm saying i get it yeah so I when i talk it. about a glaze and i talk about a clay like they have to breathe the same in the kiln oh but if one okay. of them exhales way more than the other one in a certain amount of time mm -hmm. they end up cracking causes stress on one or the other okay so you're telling me that pottery are, are you includes breath play is that what i'm what is breath right now? play don't even... What is breath Don't play? even worry about it. No, you brought this no, up. No, I'm not what? gonna... I can't because I'll have to edit it all out. They're gonna have to Google it now. Point being... <laughs> I know I'm... I know that I'm kind of all over the place here with the explanation, but... No, no, no. I think you're, I think you're good. So we, we've covered just so that I can mentally figure out what the hell we've yeah. covered. In between my horrible jokes, I apologize. This what is, is going on This is just today? the energy I'm bringing to the table today. And I'm just, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm just laying it out on the table. The camera got turned on and she also turned on to 11. <laughs> the dial only goes to like I 9. <laughs> I do. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I turned it up to 11. Anyway, so, okay, so we've talked about that crazing is, is, is basically when there is a misalignment between the 
misalignment's a good word. Okay. In between the numbers of thermal expansion in between the clay and the glaze body. Right. And if they're not, I wouldn't say exactly the same, but if mm -hmm. they're not uh, within the same realm relative to their numbers, they end up expanding and contracting at different times in the kiln. Mm -hmm. This is difficult because a lot of people put misinformation out there like, oh, you can't open your kiln too early. That'll cause... That'll cause oh, crazing because yes. a lot of people go, oh, it's um, what's what's when you make something real hot and then real cold and it bursts. Oh, oh, um, oh my God, thermal really, shock. Thermal, thermal shock. People shock. think it's like thermal shock. No, I opened my kiln up at six hundred. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I know that I know yeah. that you can, but yeah, you can. <clears throat> um, yeah, but it's it's not like you're opening your kiln and throwing a bunch of ice in there. It's it's <laughs> if you have oh. freezing on your clay body, it is ninety to ninety five percent due to the coefficient of expansion not matching up with the glaze body and the mm -hmm. clay body. They do not match. Their thermal expansion don't sync up, right? They're far too different. And mm -hmm. this happens a lot with porcelains. Okay. Porcelain has usually, to my knowledge, uh, a larger shrinkage rate than most stoneware clay bodies. Uh, yeah. And because of that, they shrink a little mm -hmm. bit more and their shrinkage does correlate a bit yeah. to the thermal expansion. I actually had an issue. I don't. I can't remember what the technical term for this is called, but I became wildly aware that this could be a thing when I switched from B mix with grog to oh, regular yeah. B mix. Yeah. And this is just even just still it's still B mix. One was B mix with grog. One was B mix. Yep. And what happened is I was using this is kind of when I before I had really like started my own studio and was like doing this full time. Yeah. But I was making. I had made a series of cups. Yep. I've fired them with weathered bronze, a glaze that I still use to this day. Yes. And all of my crack, all of my cups had massive cracks yep. from like the base almost all the way up to the top or crazy a crack from the everywhere. top. No, it wasn't even crazy. Like literally there was a gap. Oh, in a real clay. crack? Like an actual, like a full blown, you could fit a penny through this thing. Yeah. It was crazy, and it was, and it was, it was because, like, and we, because I talked with the studio technician there, yeah. Mimi, and I was like, how did this happen? Because I lost a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. And uh, she was like, after we kind of talked it over a bit, she was like, oh, it was probably the the thermal expansion and yeah. how this, how the weathered, all of their um, glazes are tested to be mixed with grog. Yeah. And since I was using be mixed without grog, apparently there was enough of a difference that it caused this crazing or this not whatever, whatever that I think it's called shivering. But anyway, it caused a major cracking issue in the, in the clay. So. I'll, I'll say that too, as, as a side note, whenever you see a test aisle, the test aisles on bottles, when you buy glazes are usually tested on a specific type of clay, mm -hmm. usually that of porcelain or be mixed with grog or something. You have to dig a little bit to find out the clay they're using. But generally speaking, don't think because you buy a bottle of glaze and you use a different clay body than what they represent, it's going to come out exactly the same. Don't mm. like, if you use Redstone or you use Coleman Porcelain and they're using Steve's White or B-Mix with Grog on their test style, don't, don't throw a hissy fit just because you don't know that one thing. You got you to gotta really dig a little bit and go, what clay body is that on? Because the chemical composition of the clay bodies are all different based on what clay you get. Yes. Right? And that's yeah. partly what changes their, their expansion. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The clay is technically not just a hunk of rock they dug out of the earth. <laughs> they, yeah. They sieve it and they, they make sure there's no air in it and they pug it and they add chemicals to it to make mm -hmm. sure it matures at a certain cone and that it has a certain workability and feel to it and they add and take away grog and it's a whole yeah, thing. Yeah. Right? But generally speaking, bean mix with no grog is, I always call it a porcelainous clay. Yes. It's not... 
It's not porcelain at all. It just feels like porcelain. It's smooth. Yeah, it's, it's smooth. much smoother than B-Mix yeah. with Grog. It's as close yeah. as you can get to porcelain without actually being porcelain. Yeah. Right? So what are some of the most common questions that you've been asked about crazing? Uh, the one that I'm getting the most right now, I got three today on Facebook, was my glaze crazes. How do I fix it? Mm. And I address that in the YouTube video. Okay. I say, change your clay body. Just change your clay body. And I say that, there's a bunch of nerds right now. There's a bunch of you nerds listening to this right now who are like, well, you could just uh, doctor the glaze recipe. You could just change the glaze. Thermal expansion. You could change the chemistry. Okay, that's cool. That's fine. But if you give that answer, you are assuming that they know how to make glaze, that mm -hmm. they know how to test glazes on different clay bodies. <laughs> they probably know how to do their own specific gravity. They know how to sieve their own stuff. And mm. they know how to calculate the thermal expansion of their glaze. They know how to read a stole chart. You're assuming a large part of training. <laughs> I remember one guy, and thank you for your comment, by the way, if you're listening to this. There's one person who knew how to make their own glazes, and they were like, yeah, the answer you gave is viable, but it's not like you can realistically change the thermal expansion of your glazes by adding more silica, because technically speaking, silica is a glass, a glass mineral, and th like when it melts, yeah. it's over 3,000 degrees, and mm -hmm. that'll technically act as a stabilizer. And I was like, dude, the people who watch me, <laughs> there's like 10% of you max who know how to make your own glazes, and even fewer of you who know how to calculate your own expansion rate. Ooh, yeah, I mean, I don't know how to calculate. I, like, I mean, I, I, I mean, honestly, that's part of the reason why, like, the glazes that I use are all glazes that I got while yeah. I was at, while I was essentially interning at Sac City, because yeah. it's just, it's easy. I know that they work. I know that they're, I mean, yeah. But, I put mine... And I do this shit professionally. Yeah. But I still don't tweak with my glazes enough to like tweak with it with thermal expansion. I put mine into the glazy calculator and it, it gives me like the UMF and it also puts it on a stole chart for me and the crazing and underfire and overfire. And then at the very bottom it gives me the, the coefficient of expansion or the thermal expansion and I'm like, cool, that number is within this number. It's like mm. one away from my clay body. So that means this will probably not craze on my clay body. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I'm like, cool. That's good. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Done. That's, okay. I don't even calculate it myself. A calculator does it for me. And I just oh. know how to read the calculator. Okay. Realistically. And but so that's on, that's on Glazy. That is on Glazy. Yeah. Go to okay. glazy.org. Um, it, you just put a recipe in and it'll map everything out for you. That's Make sure to push the extended, not the UMF. You'll, 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 you'll come back to this and figure that out later. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, gen generally speaking, that's kind of what I do. But that, that answer, like I could tell everybody on YouTube, yeah, just go ahead and change the thermal expansion rate of your glaze. <laughs> like it's I a viable like, answer for oh everybody. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah. oh yeah, we all know how to do that. Yeah. Honestly, I would, <laughs> I would honestly like, I think I'd be more inclined, frankly, to just get a different glaze because for me, it's like. That's part of the reason, like, I have, I've had, like, four, four bags of yeah. Redstone. Yeah. And I only went through them after we did that project with yeah. Tea Cozy, which we still can't talk about. Right. But, um, uh, the, the other two bags it. are still, <laughs> first rule of working with Tea Cozy, we don't talk don't about Tea Cozy. Don't talk about Tea No. <laughs> um, but, like, I still have two of the bags because anytime I introduce a new clay into yeah. my lineup, I have to make sure that I, like, clean my wheel a bunch yep. and it's just it just creates this whole other level of issues so it's like another very fair option i'm assuming is like either change your clay body or just use a different glaze you can use a different glaze but a lot of people aren't willing to compromise that glaze that's fair because most people don't choose their work based off of their clay body they choose it based off of the glaze people mm. are far more fascinated with glaze combinations and the possibilities of the colors because we're babies <laughs> <laughs> colors yeah, yeah. 
than they are with their clay body. A lot of people yeah. don't even know how to look up the coefficient of expansion of their clay body anyway. I like, mean... You just go to the website of the company. Oh, okay. And it says it at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Like, red, I mean, redstone's like 5.55. Yeah. Part of what I'm really enjoying about this conversation right now is that, like, I think one of the one of the things that I've run into a lot with ceramics and experience myself is that there's this idea that, like, oh, yeah, you, like... It's, it's almost like, it's almost like leveling up and you just automatically get certain perks yeah. to, of knowledge. And I'm like, that's not how it works. That's like, how it works. again, like both of us do this professionally, yeah. but you know way more about the chemistry than I do. And yet it's kind of like, I can still run a business and still yeah. Like, oh, yeah. do it. And so I kind of like, I like showing this as an example because it's like to know that it's like, it's not like you have to have a certain level of knowledge before you can start like selling your work yeah. or start you know, doing all these other things, but it's, it's, yeah, you can, you, you don't have to know all the things before you can consider yourself like an artist. Well, you know, it's like a little sidebar. You know what it is for me is that people ask me questions and if I don't know it, I spend a week in my chemistry books or on Glazier, mm. on Digital Fire or asking other artists. Yeah. And then I find out every little detail about it, or at least I get a fair base of knowledge on it, like mm -hmm. enough to answer the basic questions. Yeah. And then I regurgitate those answers, and then sooner or later they go into my own work and I expand upon it. That's cool. That's generally what happens. Or the thing that used to happen is I'd get in an argument with somebody on Facebook, <laughs> and then to prove them wrong and come up with sources, I would have to go collect and educate myself on the whole thing. And uh. then and then come back and be like, no, you were still wrong. Uh, I just have sources to tell me you're wrong now. Yeah. Still only. Yeah. Well, it's good to have sources. Definitely so, good to have sources. Yeah. I actually had somebody today on a, on the Facebook fan page oh. that asked me that very question. They, they said, I have crazing in my wear. How do I fix it? Like, it's on the inside of my bowls. Yeah. And I, um, I told them, well, I, do you want to change your clay body? He said, no. And I said, then you're gonna have to learn how to make glazes. Mm. If you don't want to, if you're not willing to change your glaze body, you have to learn how to change the glaze yeah. itself or mess with the chemistry of the glaze. And he goes, I want to learn how to make glazes. And I go, that's what I wanted to hear. Cool. So I gave him like a book recommendation that I would start with. I gave him the glazy recipe. I gave him the glazy website. Uh -huh. I said, there's a calculator on there. I gave him the five by 20 glaze. Um, I told him, you need help making glazes, you let me know. I gave him one of my YouTube videos. Cool. I gave him the digital fire source. I said, these four or five sources will answer the high majority of your questions. Mm -hmm. Once you've absorbed most of the knowledge in these places, you got to take a glaze class uh, and with Matt Katz. And that'll yeah. like... That'll Matt teach Katz, you the right. actual <laughs> chemistry uh, of the glaze. Yeah, yeah. Unless you want to figure... Oh, shout out to Matt Katz, by the way. Yeah, and uh, his wife's His wife, Rose. Rose, right. I don't know so if Rose, their last names are the same, though. I don't know either, but... I don't know if Matt, it's Rose Katz. Matt and Rose, thank you. Yeah, no, thank you for sure. Um, you guys make friends for me. Because what happens is you teach somebody in your glaze class... And then we get on Glazy and put all our info on Glazy. And then we notice each other. And then we follow each other on Instagram. Oh. And now I'm friends with Jake Corby and <laughs> all, oh my God, that's great. all them people who make glazes. And that's cool. Most of them are like, yeah, we took a class with Matt Katz. And I'm like, cool, thanks. You're just making friends for me, really. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, okay, so what are some of the other questions that you are, that you get asked? Uh, one of them that I think two or three of them came up today on Facebook was... I have a clay body that crazes on the inside of my wear, but not on the outside. What's going on? Huh. Yeah. And I'm like, nope, the whole thing's crazed. <laughs> There's a high chance that the entire thing is crazed and you can't see it because the reflective light on the outside is just not shining and you don't see it. Or you are so on the edge of the thermal expansion that mm. it, it crazes on the inside because it's a little bit more heat in there and not on the outside. One of those two things is happening, but it doesn't really matter. 
Because either way, you're going to have to change your clay body or the expansion of your of your glaze. Yeah. Like, no matter okay. what the problem is, you still have to have the same remedy for both of those. Okay, I'm curious about something, too. Because, okay, so for... For full disclosure, the the clay or the the glaze that I've used that has has crazing, which again yeah. to this point I've understood is still it's not as big of an issue as people make it out to be. Okay, okay, because I, I don't I would I would feel bad if somebody was like, oh, I have that glaze. And for anybody who's like curious, the the it's called a eggshell matte, and it's yeah. a it's a white matte glaze. So if you have one of my cups and you have that, this is the one that I'm talking about. And if you haven't, if you have yeah. something you'd like to discuss, if you want to, yeah. if you're like worried about this, send me a message. We can map it out. And we we'll, could put we'll, the recipe into Glazy. Yeah. And I'll show you the numbers yeah. after this. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. But no, really, if you have, if, yeah. uh, for our listeners and viewers, if you are, if you have a cup of mine and you're hearing this conversation, you're getting worried, please send me a message and we'll, we'll figure it out. But my, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Okay. But my understanding up to this point is yeah. that again, is, you know, from having it been at Sac City is that it's, it's, it's food safe, but with, okay, now, but what I'm hearing with crazing is that it, it's sort of a little bit of a gray area. It's a, it's a but, bit of a gray area yeah. in that, like, people who have crazing generally don't get sick from craze wear, but there are cases and stories in the world that are totally valid of people who are like, the germs got in the cracks, the butter bubbled back mm. up out of the, like, here's my pictures and video, and I'm like, yep, that's what crazing does. Okay. The real okay. issue with it is yeah. that it, it... There was another point oh, that sorry, I had... sorry, No, 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 I was just going to say, the other... So the, cause I, 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 I hear what you're saying yes. for that. The reason I wanted to ask you about this yeah. is because I have, I, uh, I had some pieces that were, that were fired with that. And then I reglazed them with a different glaze on the inside and the crazing did not like after the second firing didn't show up on like, didn't show up. You just covered a glaze with a glaze. No, 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 no. I didn't cover You're it. You're a God. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> I'm just thinking, how am I going to edit this so that it makes sense? Cone six. Okay. Eggshell mat. On the whole thing. On the whole thing. Okay. Inside and outside. Okay. Randy's red on the inside. And now it's combined with the eggshell. And now it's combined with the eggshell, but only on the inside of the cup. Okay. I put it into the kiln. Yes. The chamber. <laughs> yes. And I fire it again to cone six. You fired it a second time. A second time. This time... Upon taking it out of the kiln, yes. there's no crazing on the outside. I don't know why. Okay. I don't know. But you know understand what I'm yeah, talking about now. Okay. All right. We at least got to the... Okay. You so double fired your stuff to get rid of the crazy. Yes. Got it. Basically <laughs> what happened. But that's what I'm curious about is like, yeah. so could conceivably on top of either switching and just not using the glaze or switching out a clay body, yeah. conceivably if you fire it again... Could that take care of the crazing issue? I've only but... researched crazing up to know how to fix it and what causes it. Okay. I don't know, like, if you, let's say you had a glaze that crazed at cone five. Okay. If you put it at cone seven and right. the crazing went away, my initial thought would be, like, you just, like, melted the glaze cracks away. Okay. Like, you just put it at a higher heat so that the more glass just seeped into, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, But yeah. I don't know, I can't, I can't verbally tell you, like, oh, chemically speaking, like, oh, okay. I have no okay. idea. That, that's, that's totally fair. Double totally firing fair. could totally be a fix to... Uh, crazing, but uh -huh. in my experience, it doesn't help. It doesn't. Okay. The thermal expansion, if you have a glaze that crazes over a clay body at all, the problem is mainly that the thermal expansion rates are too different to where it's going to craze a large majority of the time. Yeah. And anyone that doesn't experience crazing sometimes and sometimes not, I just assume that you got lucky with the heat work. 
that's what I yeah. assume. Yeah, okay. But okay. I don't I don't have a definite answer for like just double fire your work. I yeah, I, have, I can't say that. That's totally that's totally fair. That's yeah. totally fair. I'm actually I'm really glad that I'm going to ask you about that though because yeah. that's like I am, I mean again most of my most of my glazes I just like don't mess around with because I don't need to. Well, I do it with but pitting we, too. Like I yeah. do the same thing. We should do another episode on pitting, but we'll save that. We'll, we'll save, save that. that. To, yeah. to be fair, I do that too, where I'm like I don't know what caused pitting in this glaze, but it happens like five percent of the time. I'm a double fire it. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. What I don't know what causes pitting because there's too many variables to say what causes pitting. Yeah. I think generally speaking. Well, I think there's like a there are several yeah. things that can cause. I think there's like five or six things that I yeah. think of that can cause pitting. But whenever I see pitting, I'm like, I don't want to know. I don't want to do the research to figure out which one of yeah. the seven things. Yeah. F. Yeah. Um, the thing that I'm interested in right now is crawling. Okay. Wait. 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 Let's, let's. I don't have any info on crawling. That's okay. all I'm gonna say. Okay. That's all right. I'm gonna say. All right. I promise I won't overload you with info. We'll we'll, we'll keep it. We'll yeah. keep it to uh, to crazy right now. Okay. So crawling is the next venture for me. Right. <laughs> crawling in my skin. She keeps saying all these rock songs <laughs> that I don't know. Oh my god. <laughs> because <laughs> I've never listened to this music. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of an older one, but anyway. Now I just started getting into rock music, but it's <gasps> mostly just. Well, it's not really rock. It's like. Riot 10 EDM Screamo Bangers. Oh, fun! For the gym. That's great! You but should send me some of that. It's I will. I yes. have a I have a playlist on Spotify. <gasps> I'll yes. send it to you. There's only five songs right now. I'm, I'm here. I'm here for it. Okay, what are yeah. some of what are some of the other big questions that have Right, well to to end that that second question that people ask me a mm -hmm. lot is like I got crazy on the inside but not on the outside, what's going on? Right, right. And I generally tell them you were so close to the craze, like the line, the limit of your glazes crazing that the heat on the outside and the inside were a bit different because sometimes they're a few degrees off mm -hmm. or your entire thing is actually crazed and you just can't see it because the reflection of light on the outside versus the inside eh, yeah, right you didn't yeah, shine yeah. a light on it what i generally suggest people do is they get some india ink or they get some really really dark coffee and put it in a bucket put it in a bowl leave it in there for couple days mm. take it out and see if the coffee the black coffee doesn't yeah. get in the crazes because mm -hmm. if they do and you wash it off and they're still in there mm -hmm. you can see them mm. you can definitely see them yeah like if you fill those cracks in with something dark so that light isn't shining on it because your eyes have kind of an issue i had a clay body that crazed along with another glaze called Celsor Oribe. it was a beautiful type of celadonish Oribe green mm. and it crazed all the time but I was like, oh, on red clay, it doesn't craze. Yes, it did. I couldn't oh, see it because it was too dark of a clay body. Interesting. Most of the time, whenever you see crazing on one part of your pot, it means you're either yeah. so close to the expansion being different or you just don't see it because it's not filled in with something that's that's reflecting light or not reflecting light. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's all that is. Now, you talked earlier about crazing being an issue for the structural security of a piece. Can you expand on that a little more? <laughs> Can I? Coefficient of expand. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> it's it just crazing. I think I just did. Uh, I got <laughs> <on the laughs> camera. Oh my god, I'm gonna cut that out. Anyway, let leave it in there for the <laughs> the people. Oh god, <laughs> I don't think that's what I want my branding to be about, don't you? I mean, it kind of already is. I mean, I call it sex positive branding. <laughs> that's what I call it. It is. You're correct. Okay, carry on. What was the I'm question? sorry. I was asking about. What was the question? I was being an NPR interview and being like, so Dante. Wait, hold on. Let me do some of this. So Dante, earlier today you expanded upon, or no? So Dante, earlier today. No, wait, not earlier today. Jesus, this is what this is what my stories look like on Instagram when I have to keep redoing them. So, so Dante, earlier you mentioned the idea that the 
crazing could create some structural insecurity in the ceramic items that we use on a day-to-day -day basis. Could you expand a little more on this topic? So, <laughs> like I'm a rapper who does glaze at the same time. Just, I'm so Lil Don Yeezy. Can, <laughs> can you expand on FBGM? What does FBGM mean? Yeah. Thank you for your time. <laughs> it's like, um, what was the question? I was. <laughs> it was the. It was. It was about um, crazing being uh, an issue oh, for the for the structural for the structural security. Yeah, the movies. real issue with crazing is that the structural integrity of your pot is a little more compromised than you would like to think. A lot of people uh, call it the food safety, but the food safety, although the general answer is that it's not food safe, it's not really a big issue for an actual like a health of an actual person as long as you clean your pots properly. Mm. Um, you're not gross. It's really an issue for the structural integrity of your pot because technically speaking, crazing goes all the way down to the clay body. Like those cracks, yeah, there it just makes your pot easier to break, less structural, mm. less structurally yeah. safe. That's it. That's crazing goes down to the clay body. So when you talk about crazing, you're really talking about the durability of your work. Mm. That's mm. it. They're much and I, I. So it's just easier to easier to break. Easier to break them, and mm. I, I have a couple of. I wouldn't call them customers. I kind of gave them away as freebies. But I have a couple of friends that used to have some of my old work with that Soul Sore Rebay I was talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, yeah, And what Megan, one of them was like, this pot just like straight up broke one day. Huh. And I was like, did you break it? She goes, no, I was using it as a toothbrush holder and it literally just fell apart. Huh. It's not until years later where I was like, oh, that was my redstone and Soul Sore Rebay. Uh, had massive crazing and I had no idea. Huh. It's generally just a weaker pot. Like, yeah. it just cracks. Huh. But I didn't know. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Sometimes my glaze would flake off. Like, I would get... Like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, around the rim. The, it, Oribe was, like, Ooh. the worst offender of my craziness experiences. Around the rim, there'd be a little thing, and I'd be like, what is this? And a piece of, like, actual glaze glass oh. would come off, and I'm like, oh! Huh. Oh! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> that was a thing. So it's... It generally... The larger problem is that it is a... Uh, an issue for the durability of your clay body. Mm -hmm, mm hmm Okay. They don't breathe together. You know what I mean? They just don't. You good? And pots that breathe together Ugh. stay together. Yay! Lindsay is gone. I am here. Lindsay's ex ascended. <laughs> She's gone, bro. <laughs> I don't even know why. I don't, I don't know why. She had a really good Nobody day. Nobody told you. I'm sorry. I'm singing on the podcast now. This is ill-advised. Usually, I, there's some listeners right now who are like, usually, Dante annoys the shit out of me. <laughs> today, it's, it's not me. Dante today. It's me today, <laughs> You know what I'm... <laughs> See? I keep doing that. See? I think what I'm going to do one day is... Um, I talked to my mom about this, and I was like, one day I'm just going to come straight out with, like, the code-switching voice. <gasps> One, yeah. Oh no. my god, we should do a joke episode. We should do. We can we, make it like an April first thing where it's yeah. like, oh my god, okay, so we should do an episode. I'll probably, where I'll probably, I might. The opposite of our personalities. Oh my god, that would be terrifying. We should just. Oh, hello. I might. Oh, hello. How are you? I'm fantastic, Dante. How are you today? I'm good. Welcome to the Mud Peddlers. Hello, Mud Peddlers. Today we're going to talk about crazing inside of your functional wear. Why? Why isn't it food safe? That's an excellent daunting question. <laughs> That's an excellent daunting question. That's an excellent question, Dante. We're also going to touch on the subject of if it makes your pots more or less durable. The durability of pot. 
Durability pot. Let me tell you about the durability of pot. We live in California. Let me tell you about the durability of our pot. We're just gonna do a whole episode. The further, it's weird because I do have a strange semblance, a, a strange amount of people on um, on my YouTube channel who are like, I just don't like the way you speak. And I, I swear, one day I'm gonna make a video of me just speaking super proper, oh my God. super calm, That's gonna be super straight, using big dictionary words. <clears throat> and I'm just gonna be like, today we're gonna talk about the durability of your clay body and aspects to crazing. You know, the thermal expansion of your clay body versus your crazing is very, very important, especially to us functional ceramicists. Like, I'm just going to make a video like oh that and see how many of you hate it. That would be so funny. Please do this. And then when people complain, I'll be like, y'all don't know what you want. You don't want the genuine artifact, and you also don't want me to be proper. Mm. Pick a lane. Pick a lane. Pick a lane. Yeah. At least use your blinker. Let me know what you want to do. All right, so I might I might end up splicing this a bit, but is there anything else that you want to say about crazing that we have not covered? No, gen generally speaking, crazing is, is an issue of thermal expansion of your clay body versus your, your glaze. And mm -hmm. like, while technically speaking, the general answer is, is the general concerns around our food safety, It the real issue is the strength of your clay body versus your glaze, right? It technically weakens your pot. Mm-hmm. And, and we want our pot to be we want our, strong. We want our pot to be pretty strong. Uh, yeah, we do. We don't even smoke. <laughs> we don't. We don't. We're <laughs> I mean, I'm like once in a long We while. live in California, so like it's part of our culture. Dude, no. I went to UC Santa Cruz and oh, I don't smoke. Yeah. Like, that's like the fact that... They go to that... college to make it. <laughs> <laughs> Practically, yeah. 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 No, the wife did too. Agricultural sciences. Abel did too. She was like the amount of people... She went to UC Santa Cruz? She's a banana slug. We're banana slugs? So she, yeah, she was- Oh my god, let's be slimy together! Oh, wow. <laughs>